You are listening to an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Hi, this is Mick, and you are listening to a Chirp Radio artist interview. I am on the line with Jeff Parker. How are you doing today, Jeff? I'm doing pretty well, thanks. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Yeah, it's great to have you. Now, we are recording sometime in late July, and you were recently in Chicago for a performance for Pitchfork. How'd that go? How did you enjoy the set? What was it like being back in Chicago? Oh, it was awesome to be back. The set went really well. My daughter, Ruby, sang, and I also had two vocalists to sing backgrounds. That's wonderful. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to catch your performance that day. Did you mostly perform music from Sweet for Max Brown, or did you mix things up what was all included in the set list? Uh, we played stuff from The New Breed and Sweet for Max Brown, and we also did uh, the David Bowie cover that I did for uh, the Modern Love compilation. Ah, okay. Yeah, I was curious because you said that your daughter was on stage with you, and she plays such a prominent role in the first track off of the Max Brown album. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, we were able to do Build a Nest. We had tried to do it that instrumentally on some of our shows in the past, and it was never really, we could never really pull it off without the vocals so uh, it was nice to have her singing it was also Seema Cunningham and Macy Stewart they joined Ruby on vocals It's great that you can make it back into Chicago and it still feels like home for you. Now, I want to talk a little bit about your new album, Four Folks. I feel like this is a really different album for you. And I'm wondering if there's some continuity between The New Breed and Sweet for Max Brown, seeing as those were each respectively for your father and then your mother. Is there some familial continuity for uh, Four Folks as well? Uh, not directly, I would say. I mean, I was actually album I didn't even expect to make. You know, just with the, with the pandemic, I had a, a tour booked with Steve Dunn, where we were both going to play solo sets. And this was booked like a year. I mean, this, this was booked probably in late 2020. So it was a year out. It was a year in advance that they were booking these shows. And everybody was being really cautious just because, uh, like, we didn't know how many people were, were going to be able to come in, you know. So it was just Steve and I playing these solo sets. And uh, and Scotty McNeese from International Anthem was just like, well, man, you should just make a solo guitar record so you have something to sell on tour. And uh, I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> and so I did it. And, uh, you know, I had really had no plans to do it. I mean, it was just kind of this circumstance turned up. So, I mean, essentially, it wasn't as planned or deliberate as The New Breed or Sweet for Max Brown. Because those were records, you know, I was just kind of like, oh, I'm working on this music, working towards making a new album. With this, it was just kind of like basically something to sell on tour. I mean, at least for me, I mean, of course, once I got into it, it kind of became, it, it, it took on a different life of its own. It's really interesting that this album kind of surprised you, that you didn't expect it to become what it did. It was It was recorded in your home, right? Like this was an album that you made in relative 
relative seclusion compared to your other releases. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Yes and no. I mean, both of my albums, The New Breed and uh, Sweet for Mac Brown, I made a great deal of both of those records at home as well. But this one was, Four Folks was completely at, at home. Yes, that was, uh, and it was only, it only took two days, too. No way. Yes, Sweet for Max Brown and uh, New Breed, they took like months and months to make those records. This one, I just kind of like set up some microphones and played guitar for a couple of days, and, and that was it, you know. sessions with compositions worked out ahead of time give me an idea of how these songs came together yeah they were mostly improvised i had a couple of arrangements the arrangement that i did of the standard my ideal i had been kind of playing that on and off for several years so i had it worked up pretty well but the other tunes four folks was an old composition I had um, that I had never done a solo version of that. And also, uh, La Jete, I, um, I kind of revived that one, uh, mostly because the great pianist Jason Moran sent me, uh, he just sent me to my phone, like a MP3 of him reading through my composition, La Jete, and it sounded so beautiful, just like the way that he played it. Now it's just like, man, I should try and play a solo version of this tune. And so I revived that one. But other than that, all all the other compositions are improvised. Yeah, they're just all improvised. Me with um, my pedal board and in real time. There's no overdubs on anything. There was. I didn't engineer it myself, though. I will say, uh, my friend, my friend Graham Gibson, who's also a former Chicagoan who lives out here in Los Angeles now. I find it interesting that part of the album was inspired by your own past work, for folks being one example, but then also others' work as well. Your cover of Thelonious uh, Monk's "Ugly Beauty" certainly comes to mind. Uh, I mean, that's another tune that I had been playing for a while. I, uh, but it was pretty in, impromptu version of it that I did just with um you know that kind of sampling pedal that kind of makes this uh makes it sound like an organ kind of yeah I mean I've, I've played a lot of Monk's music on the guitar I mean he's definitely one of my biggest inspirations and I've been uh tremendously influenced by him especially as a composer. And I find that his music, it lays pretty well on the guitar. Like, you know, the guitar is tuned in fourths, mostly. And um, he uses a lot of uh, what's called uh, chordal voicings, like voicings that are in fourths. So it, a lot of his music sits on the guitar a lot easier than one would think. I, I hadn't noticed. Melanius is not known for his guitar playing. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> 
but there is i mean there is definitely a connection between between piano playing and guitars i mean they're both string instruments to a degree so sure. mm-hmm. and percussive as well so as far as the title for the album uh how did you settle on for folks is, is that just self-referential or what are you getting at with that title well the, the first song on there is called four folks like the number four and i it's just kind of a, a play on that which is kind of uh there's a town where i i grew near where i grew up in um in tidewater virginia hampton Roads, virginia there's a town called suffolk and there's one of my tunes on four folks is called suffolk and it's spelled s-u-f-f-o-l-k and then there's also around there there's norfolk so it's kind of a play on like those words i guess i could kind of like related to Sweet for Max Brown and the New Breed and you know the New Breed was a kind of posthumous tribute to my father uh Sweet for Max Brown was a kind of tribute to my mom uh who's still around and Four Folks is for for all of us <laughs> that's a tribute it's for the for the folks you know yeah. for all, all of us all of us people folks and all and all the and all the places that they come from, whether yeah. it's uh, Suffolk or Norfolk, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Norfolk, wherever they hail from. Are there any shout outs or any parting words that you'd like to leave the people of Chicago with? Uh, parting words. I mean, thanks, thanks to uh, Chirp for the uh, all the support over the years with all my various projects. Yeah, I really appreciate it. You know, and I love uh, the Chicago community. Is I mean, I still consider myself a part of it, even though I don't live there. Um, definitely still consider Chicago home. Yeah, I mean, all I can say is thanks. Absolutely. Thank you again for coming on and speaking with me. Again, this has been Mick in conversation with the great Jeff Parker for the Trip Radio Artist Interview Series. Thank you again so much for your time today, Jeff. Thanks for having me. It was wonderful. This has been an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find this and more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.